Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. TLR, the Ludicrous Report. It's been a few weeks, and in the great, in the words of the great band Stained, it's been a while. Uh, so, with me, as always, the great diva incarnate. She's the demon diva. She is Isa. How are you? I'm doing good, Joey. I miss talking pop culture news with you, so I'm excited to be back. I know. I, I missed. I missed it too. And I saw everything you were posting in between all your wrestling stuff. And I'm like, oh man, I miss talking to her. It's been a little while. And uh, <laughs> all the great pop culture stuff that's happened in between uh, our little hiatus. But um, I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to be talking to you. And uh, I'm happy that we're having a great Tuesday so far. So there's so much pop culture news out there this week. Um, a lot of different topics. Kathy Griffin being suspended from uh, Twitter. Elon Musk taking over Twitter, Twitter on his own could be a whole hour episode with this whole Elon Musk takeover and everything that has gone down. Yeah. You know, I don't know if we because I feel like that's borderline pop culture slash tech news, but it's yeah. just been insane. <laughs> there's some stuff with Lindsay Lohan. There's some stuff with Captain America. Ashton Kutcher is making headlines again. So there's a lot of different things that we can touch on. Uh, so I guess we can kind of start off with. A big one. Uh, Chris Evans, everybody knows him as the great actor, but mostly for his roles as Captain America. He was voted 2022 Sexiest Man Alive. Of course he was. Of course he was. That's <laughs> <laughs> what, America's what? ass, Joey. Come on. <laughs> you found this headline. You brought it to the table. Damn, he exposed me. He exposed me. <laughs> I was like, we are going to talk about Captain America being the sexiest man alive, whether yeah. you like it or not. <laughs> yeah, we have to. We're going to acknowledge our, uh, acknowledge, well, first off, acknowledge our, our big dog, the tribal chief right there. But we're going to acknowledge the sexiest man alive. And uh, I figured you can, you can kind of take the reins on that one because Captain America, I mean, he's Captain America. He's Captain America, and I, and I feel like they took too long to name him the sexiest man alive, if I'm being honest with you. I thought this was long overdue. The man is not only sexy, but he's wholesome, he's likable, he's engagement. You don't hear any scandals about him. One of my favorite things, I even have it downloaded on my YouTube download, is a video, that interview of him with the puppies. I don't know if you've ever seen it. But it's like one of the most wholesome things I ever seen where they, they throw these actors in a room full of puppies and try to ask them questions and see if they can stay focused without playing with the dogs. And he was yeah. like, he was so cute. But no, I agree with this one. You know, I agree with this one. I used to, I don't really pay much attention to this, like, People's Magazine, Sexiest no. Man Alive. It wasn't a thing. Like, for a couple of years, I felt it was a big deal. And then I was just like, yeah, it's not anymore. Like, I, I started questioning the choices that they made. Yeah. Um, but on this one, I 100% agree. I think the guy, he's just he's just perfect. He's in a really good spot right now. Do you know any other uh, people who, who won this, I guess, prestigious? Yeah, award? Matthew McConaughey won it. Okay. I believe Ben Affleck won it. Um I am so sorry that I just forgot his name, but may he rest in peace. The guy from Black Panther that passed away, he wanted. Okay. Okay. Um, there is, it's a, it's a big deal. You know, it's just, I'm glad that we're still doing it because, you know, like, I'm sorry, but society has changed and it feels very <laughs> sexist, right? To be labeling yeah. the sexiest person alive. But, um, I, yeah, I mean, there's a couple of names that have won it that at that time they were like the hardest thing. The Rock has won it. 
Um, so yeah, there's a couple of people that, that wins in, in years in which you feel like they are the hottest. However, I do not recall a project that he's involved in a big project this year, which is why I meant this is long overdue. You could have done it when yeah. Infinity War Games or End Games was like at its peak, right? But like for him to get it now is kind of weird. It doesn't matter. And just my opinion on this whole thing is just long overdue. And yeah. uh, my favorite thing about it was the news report that I sent you. It's like the, the most excited person. Uh, newsflash is not me, it's his mother. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> Imagine having that conversation yeah. with your mom, like, okay, mom, well, this this week I'm going to be filming this movie, I'm going to be doing this TV show, oh, yeah, and People Magazine naming the sexiest man alive, and the mom going, well, you are. Like, how, how weird would that be? <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, I am not a mom myself, but I am an aunt of three nephews, and I hype them you're up so mom. much that you're, I You're a dog mom. Yeah, <laughs> but but I do hype up my nephews to the point that if one of them were to win this, I would probably be the most excited person. So I can see the non-weird faction of it. But it's cute. It's cute that mama was waiting for, for this moment for her son. <laughs> I never really looked into the I always I've always seen this award like this award like on magazine covers, like I'm in a store and you see all oh, the sexiest man alive, and I'm like, ah, whatever, I don't really care for that stuff. But honestly, now that we're talking about it, Chris Evans, I think, is the he's the overall package for what you look for, for a representative of that type of award or something along those lines. I mean, this guy has a successful career in Hollywood, not only doing uh, and it's very hard to do what he does, because I, I know for one, Matthew McConaughey, is ha he's had trouble breaking out of the rom-com, you know, genre where he stopped acting because all you know the roles funny? he was given well, is rom-com. I'm not a rom-com person, but some of my favorite Matthew McConaughey movies are actually not rom-coms. Yeah. It, it, I saw um, an interview with him or a doc. I don't know. He did something. I think it was when he was promoting his book that he's basically, he quit. He, he stepped away from acting because he couldn't get roles other than rom-coms. And he just was saying no to everybody. And it got to the point where they kind of just like, said, you know, kind of screw him because um, he wanted he want to break into other atmospheres in, you know, in acting. And Chris Evans, I mean, he's been able to do that successfully and then go over and be Captain America and do all these like action cinematic movies and then also do like more serious movies. Like he's been able to dabble in everything. Plus, you know, obviously it, it's a positive not having any uh celebrity drama or you know he said she he's said so dating scandals yeah. or whatever mm -hmm. he's he's the overall like i said the overall package you know great actor yeah like sometimes they human. cast the superheroes and maybe okay i might sound a little bit geeky here because i do love avengers and i do love that franchise yeah, but they cast the superheroes and there's something about chris evans that i think i can actually see him being Captain America, if a Captain America yeah. existed, he's like he's relatable. so perfect for that role, right? And I feel the same. I feel the same way about Iron Man. Like, yeah, uh, I thought that he, Robert Downey Jr., did an incredible job at that role. But there's some roles that uh, exhibit a the Hulk. The Hulk was replaced. If you watch the original Hulk and the Hulk, and you you get where I'm going with this. It's a different Hulk, and it doesn't make a difference. No, I don't want another Captain America in these movies, right? And I do think, like to your point. The sexiest man alive just 
maybe back 10, 15 years ago, People Magazine made it about looks. To me, it feels like we're going beyond that. Like we're going to yeah. find a good a good guy, a wholesome, that's good looking, that doesn't have all that drama, that everybody loves. Find me. Yeah, find me one person that has something negative to say about him. Like, And there isn't one. And, and that's something that, that should be looked at. He has a very similar like aesthetic to John Cena, where they, they're considered like the all-American. Bye, Joey. Bye. Show's over. Show's over. <laughs> <Goodbye>. <laughs> no, but like John Cena's looked at as that guy, like the all-American, clean-cut, formal, no tattoos. Like that's like a very, I don't know, an aesthetic, I guess. Uh, and Chris Evans, you know, is the top of that. He's the... He's John Cena. We'll put John Cena at the bottom of that. But <laughs> I bet you, John Cena, if you if you buy the actual magazine, I guarantee you, John Cena is probably somewhere on there. Or sometimes they do like a sexiest over forty list. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's like a bunch of categories. But if you buy the actual edition of the magazine, there is like it goes on. So it's not he's the sexiest, but they go into yeah. like different categories. I guarantee you, John Cena, The Rock. There's gonna be a handful of people that we know. Yeah in there um I, i'm gonna say you uh blog post that conan um, o'brien wrote years ago but it's one of my most favorite thing like he will talk about how he was gonna win the sexiest man alive and he wrote <laughs> a blog for people magazine about it yeah. it is the funniest this is one of the funniest things i ever read i'll send it to you later <laughs> oh man no, but I also I'll tweet it out. I'll tweet it out so our viewers can read it because they're gonna there get such a laugh out of it. Because it's it's Conan O'Brien humor, and I absolutely love his humor. Oh, that guy is fantastic. He is fantastic. Yeah. But, an, but to another point here, with you know Chris Evans being the sexiest man alive, if you look at The Rock, you know being labeled the sexiest man alive, people idolize him because like he's a he's a superhero esque character or person. Chris Evans mm. is more relatable. Where. I think a lot of people will look at him and say, you know what? Like I can, I can look like that. You know, it's not like being like Agreed. a big that, guy in the, rent, like in the gym. Like there's a lot yeah. of relatable aspects to Chris Evans where I think it yeah, can Chris help Evans, guys like, confidence. Look, <laughs> yeah. I agree. Because you look at the rock and, and, and he shares his routine, which yeah. I think is insane. Like how he talks about, he gets like three hours of sleep. He's had the gym at 4 a.m. No, no, no. Chris Evans looks like he works out, but he takes that extra hour or two to cuddle in bed with his dog. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's not going to get up at four. He's going to look at the time and look at his dog that looks so cuddly and go like, yeah, I'll go a little later, which yeah. is more relatable for most of us, you know? I think so. But that's the thing. Like, like The Rock is just, uh, it's, he's on a different level and, and, and shout out to him, right? Like, the way that yeah. this man has managed to stay relevant and become bigger as the years go by oh, is man. incredible, but yeah, I agree with you. I do think that Chris Evans has a sense of, of like a relatable sense to him yeah. that a lot of people guy and I think a lot of men admire. Like when you talk to people about, you know, your favorite Avenger, this and that, he gets mentioned a lot. Yeah. But um, there's other different, there's different topics here that we're, we're going to jump into. And I think uh, to kind of segue from, from this, we can kind of jump into another one where kind of along the lines of superheroes and we can talk about it's gonna be a, a little, a little strange. Ashton Kutcher, this guy—I know I just compared Ashton Kutcher to a superhero, but uh, Chris Evans, nonetheless, too. So. Right. <laughs> Actually, Kutcher, what he did—you're about to tell us—is superhero yeah. status. I don't Super, care what anybody. Superhero status. Yeah. Uh, Ashton Kutcher ran the New York City Marathon, uh, and might I add, under six hours. 
Wow. I think it was okay. five hours and 54 minutes, like right under six hours. Uh, he finished it and he raised over a million dollars uh, for the for his nonprofit. It's called Thorn. And if yeah, all yeah, I know about watching, Thorn a lot. Mm -hmm. who, who don't know Thorn? It's a uh, it's basically a project that or a nonprofit that he run that he has uh, to basically help with sex trafficking and uh, different kids' issues, abuse online on the internet. So I think it's really cool to uh, acknowledge that as well. Um, but a lot of great things. I, I was watching the interview that he did uh, on the Today Show for this this uh, marathon. And he basically said he started training like six or seven months ago for this, this, this marathon and he got injured and it was a whole, you know, it was a whole thing and he'd be able to power through it. And, and he did it pretty cool. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. I think it's incredible. Amazing. As a matter of fact, uh, on a, on a side note, shout out to my friend April who finished the New York city marathon. I think marathon runners wow. are just beasts. That's just not something that everybody can take on. And, and when I lived in New York, I saw so many co-workers, uh, not me, I can't relate. The one thing <laughs> the one thing that i done is the Empire State Building stairs climbing thing that you yeah. do for charity as well. I did that event a couple of years. Oh God, I, I heard you thinking about it. But anyways, the whole point is I seen so many people like coworkers training for it, getting injured, like it's insane. Or people that finish it and then you don't see them at work for like the next week because they literally can't move. So um, it's incredible that Ashton Kutcher was able to do it and not just do it, do it for such a good cause. Like the whole yeah. tour and, and, and raising over a million dollars for his charity is absolutely incredible. And he, I feel like it actually went under the radar when you, when you told me about it is when I found out it wasn't like, I didn't see it everywhere. And I look up, you know, I go into a lot of pop culture news and websites right before we sit yeah. down just to see what I can find as well. And I actually didn't see this headline. So when you told me about it, I was like, why wasn't this everywhere? This is worth talking about. Excuse me. Yeah, and it's mm -hmm. funny because there's a lot of other celebrities who've done this as well. Um, let's see here. Casey Neistat did it. He did it in three hours. My God. He was doing it with the Logan Paul water. Do you see it? Yes. Um, <laughs> he only drank Prime throughout it, and he was taking oh, pictures man. of it. Oh, man. Logan Paul's everywhere, man. <laughs> uh, Kelsey Clinton did it. Uh, let's see. A few Broadway. I'm one of the people sharing them on from the side of the road. Like <laughs> I, I actually share marathon runners on the side of the road. I think it's, I think those people are just as important. Thank you very much. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're the support team. You need them. Yeah. Without them. exactly. And uh, Ellie Kemper too. I don't know if you're familiar with Ellie Kemper. She's uh, she was on The Office. She was Unbreakable. Kimmy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she did it too. And uh, it's just really cool to see like, uh, like not normal people like celebrities like participating in these things and doing it for a good cause so it's really i think it's inspiring to to see just all this take place in general like you know we have people going for it you know regular people like you and i and then you see these big time celebrities and movie stars yeah that's my that's my friend a mom yeah. of three and i'm like and, and there she is running marathons like listen more props to you how do you feel about celebrities 
coming into like certain sports or or doing these kind of things because obviously I know I mentioned him and we're not going to go into wrestling but you know there's been a lot of banter in regards to like Logan Paul coming to WWE or like yeah. the Paul brothers in the boxing industry now we're talking about celebrities running marathons which I do think this is a little bit different yeah. but how do you feel about that because sometimes I feel like people think okay these people go viral or get rich out of one thing and they just like you know, a lot of times people will say they have no talent and it's like, okay, when they challenge themselves to do more, then they also get criticized for branching out into different things. Like, I don't understand what, what the happy medium is with, with the public perception of celebrities anymore. I feel like I could do like a, a whole show just on this topic. Yeah. Because for me, I kind of sway back and forth and it's really hard to find that fine line as to, is it right or is it wrong? You know, if you look back to, and I know you're a big fan of him, Bad Bunny coming into to wrestling. Like, you would never think Bad Bunny would be, like, wrestling. But he did a great job. I, I did. I did. Bad Bunny's a, he's a big mark. <laughs> he's a big mark. And he, if you've, I found, when I found Bad Bunny was because of one of his original music videos back in 2017. He had Ric Flair in it. Oh, <laughs> That's how I found him. Yeah. I was like, do you see this Puerto Rican rapper with Ric Flair in his video? And I'm like no yeah. <laughs> so it's funny that he's always however i started following him back then and i have seen that he's just not the kind of person to go into a project and part of my french half asset he doesn't go into something just to put his name on it and walk away yeah so as a fan i knew that he was gonna kill it or do his very best to just at least you know show a good performance but yeah. to your point yeah i don't think anybody expected it here's Same my thing <laughs> here's my thing you know you look at boxing what happened to boxing with all these influencers and different people coming in I, and uh, it kind of started with like conor mcgregor like a ufc champion going over to to box and i've never seen anything like that when mcgregor faced mayweather i had never seen anything yeah. like and boxing hadn't been cool in years yeah. it hadn't i'm sorry he lost his popularity after the 90s you know but I, mayweather kind of like agree. did it but it was nowhere near when Mike Tyson will fight. Like, I lived through those days, and those days were yep. hype. Nothing felt like that until McGregor entered yeah. the boxing world with Mayweather. That whole thing was a spectacle. And it, was these, a, it, was, it was a you had to be there kind of yes. thing, you know? <laughs> and then all the influencers, you know, came in, and, you know, the Jake Pauls, the Logan Pauls. And it kind of changed my perception of boxing, where it kind of took away the – the prestige of of it like i i look in my head like you said to mike tyson like that mike tyson evander holyfield era of boxing that to me is what boxing was all about and it switched to become dollar signs and and you know is it rigged is it, you have to now you're doubting and you're questioning and it's it's really it's it's breaking the kayfabe in a sense, where right, right. it's taking away the the whole meaning of it. And then I what, do I do question really... the influencers when I watch um, and, and call me stupid, right? But no, when I never. go back and watch McGregor and Mayweather, it didn't feel rigged like that. No, didn't, didn't feel rigged, right? It did not. And, 
And there's, um, but there is a couple of, and then there's a couple of fights that I watch. Like you said, it does, it takes a little bit away from it. I don't want, I don't, I always tell people I watch wrestling to be entertained. I love the in-ring skills, but I want to be entertained. If I want to watch some real fights, I'll go watch UFC. I go watch boxing. So I never want to question the, the, you know, the reality or is this yeah. rigged or not? Because that's what I watch for real fighting. I watch my wrestling for a whole different purpose. Yeah. And then you look back at like, I don't know if you're familiar. I think we talked about it before, like the TikTokers, all like the oh Bryce all TikTok and, versus YouTube. Mess. And then they came in and they did that whole event. And I understand the point of it, but that to me tarnished what yeah. boxing is all about. And I really think that they killed the sport of boxing. Like who, who do you know today as a professional boxer that's left? My cousin. There you go. <laughs> I know I have a question that boxes here in Puerto Rico and they did an influencer fight recently and he got to co-main event and yeah. I gotta say um he's very good and, and and when you talk about it that way I feel offended because I'm watching one of yeah. my cousins like get up at 4 a.m every day to go yeah. train because he's never he never stays out of shape even if he doesn't have a fight like signed up for yeah. he stays in shape that way when he gets a fight he's ready to go Yep. So he does it every day, right? So when I see something like that, yes, I take offense because I'm like, no, no, you don't know what it's all about. 100%. Now here they've been doing influencing boxing, which I don't like because I feel like Puerto Rico is such a, a special place for, especially for boxing. Like we have 100%. Tito Trinidad, Hector and Macho Camacho. Like we, we, there's so many great boxers that were born here, you know, Koto, yeah. a lot of them. So, but what they do is they mix it in with, with, boxing boxing right so that's yeah. why i told you he got to call main event and they had the influencers being the main event yeah but the 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 amount of how do i explain it exposure that he got from that event because everybody was watching it for the influencers and they got to watch him knock out his opponent they were like oh this boy's good yeah then you see then you kind of like get a, also a different appreciation for it because it's like yeah 100%. thousands of people learn about him that had no clue who he was until they did this event yeah and that kind of leads me to what i was like alluding to with that whole statement was logan paul going into wwe and like you know the idea of an influencer or a movie star an actor or whoever coming in and wrestling you're like oh man this can't this can't really be anything and then you see Logan Paul main event, a pay-per-view against the biggest wrestler. I don't even know. And, and I don't even know how long of this generation long really, time. Mm -hmm. wrestling for the biggest championship in professional wrestling. And me being, uh, me being a wrestling fan since, since the age of three and being on the edge of my seat, not knowing what's going to happen. That to me changed my whole perception. Like props to him. He came in. Look like a million bucks. Yeah. Maybe they can, either. you know, and my dad made a very good statement or he made a good point to me. He goes, isn't it kind of disrespectful to all the other guys and girls who have worked uh, their entire my life? Nephew, my nephew said the same thing. <laughs> to get to a point where it's like you're, you're a Logan Paul is taking their spot off of TV or a championship opportunity or different things like that. Like, you have to you start weighing the different sides because if not for Logan Paul, WWE Saudi show doesn't double its numbers than WrestleMania. 
they you know I mean? made it a point. Yeah, they made it a point on last night's Raw to show the video, which is still so badass that he did that, that he taped, right, when he did the high-flying spot and he did it while, while videoing it. Yep. And they made it a point on Raw to tell you that 40 million people have viewed that. That was posted by him first. Obviously, WWE reposted yep. it, blah, blah, blah. And that is what it's about. Like, I know that... A lot of times as nostalgia and as hardcore fans, we want to like, we want to be against this in, in sports and, and other things. Yeah. Like we don't want these outsiders coming in, but it's just like, if the product is not growing and the numbers continue to be the same week after week, you do have to do something to put new eyes on the product. You do. Yeah. And that's exactly how you do it. So there, there has to be a balance, you know, and that, and not just in wrestling, like we were just talking about in boxing yeah. that did, you know, my, my, my cousin was able to get two fights after he did that. And I guarantee you a lot of it came from people that were watching that event. Yeah. So I do think there is a benefit from celebrities doing these kind of things, like expanding into other ventures and sports yeah. and bringing new eyes to the product. I 1000% believe that. Yeah. Like I said, it can go, you know, so many different ways and there's so many different lanes you can go and, I, I, I'm still up in the air about it. I think it's good for business, but it also, you know, I don't know. It, it, is, it is what it I, is. <laughs> I, saw a lot of, I saw a lot of that. And it's like, what happens to these guys that are sitting in the back that have been working their whole life for a main event and now Logan Paul comes and takes it? I see a lot of those kind of like, you know, uh, points. And to, and, and to your point, I think my cousin should have main evented that show because he was the real boxer, you know? But exactly. the eyes, the tickets, the tickets were sold for the influencer. So... I, yeah. I think it's a good debate. And like you said, it's probably a topic that can be talked about forever. Yeah. Like, um, but I, I do think that people have to realize that wrestling is not what it once was. And boxing is not what it once was. And maybe adding these things that we might not be happy about, but it does bring some eyes to the product. And what makes you think that somebody didn't watch that match because of him? fell in love with wrestling and now they're going to go back and rewatch and catch up and continue to watch and become exactly. a forever fan. You yeah. never know how many fans were made that night just because this guy came in and did a match. Yeah. His third one, by the way, his third match. Insane. Um, but the next topic we have here, uh, it's pretty funny, actually. Kathy Griffin <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> gets suspended <laughs> from Twitter for impersonating Elon Musk. <laughs> and that wasn't the funny part. The funny part is what Elon Musk, his rebuttal to the whole situation. <laughs> <laughs> so let's backtrack here. Elon Musk has purchased Twitter. I don't know how I feel about it. From the looks of it so far, I'm not a fan. Um, apparently, you're going to have to pay uh, to have a... The blue check mark to be verified on Twitter, you're going to have to pay like $20 a month, which I don't know. It's I, I don't agree. A month, Joe. It's $8 a month. Don't excite No, 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 no. The $8 a month is for something else. It's for the Twitter blue subscription. Twitter blue is $8 a month. That's a different. Okay. That's well, a, right now it's $4.99. So I guess they're raising the price on that because Twitter blue already exists. Yeah, Twitter blue, you basically get to like edit and different. I don't know. I don't, I'm I'm not aware of that. But he, they stated that to have the the verified check mark, it'll be twenty dollars a month to keep it, which okay. is insane. Um, well, he tweeted, "Hey, so he lied." 
Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> maybe it's, I don't know. Maybe it's changing it. Um, so Kathy Griffin impersonates Elon Musk on Twitter. She gets suspended. Um, and then Elon Musk tweets out something along the lines of, uh, she basically should have been, uh, suspended cause she impersonated a comedian or something like that. And it was hysterical. Now I'm not too like familiar with Kathy Griffin. I know that she does some acting and she's a comedian and she does some like, uh, she's a host for a lot of things. What's your take on this? And that she'll never learn. This is not her first Twitter controversy. No. Um, no. Yeah, she, she, did whole... Trump? she did some stuff. Yeah, she, Trump, she posted a photo shoot that she did and it looked like she was like holding yeah, his, his head. head with like a knife and she got Twitter taken away wow. because of that. Um, so you would think that somebody that's already been around the block with Twitter controversy will just tweet it slightly more carefully. Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean... I guess Elon Musk shouldn't know what he was in for when he purchased this platform too, you know? Yeah. So it's like, I feel very 50-50 about it because it's like, maybe if this was like a one first time offense for Kathy Griffin, then maybe I'll be a little more linear towards it because it's like, no, it's not the first time that she's not only, when, when she did the Trump thing, she got Twitter taken away, but she also had a couple of like controversial tweets that she tweeted that she got a lot of backlash for. Yeah. So it's like, once you get to that point, you should just use Twitter for marketing. Like, like tweet out what you're doing, your appearances, and stay away from exactly. giving your opinion. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> I, I already feel like Twitter is such a, a weird place. Yeah, There is a lot of trolls. There is a lot of bots. There is a lot of people with a profile picture saying whatever they want. Yeah. So the, the, the whole point of the verification is like people are going to have to attach a credit card. People are not going to be able to get away with saying some of the things that they say because there's going to be a different verification going into it. That part of me that gets a lot of stupid, hateful things sent to me is like, great, I'm glad because I know those are the first kind of people that are going to want to check mark by their names, right? Yeah. Um, so there's a lot going on and there's a lot of criticism going Elon Musk way. But when it comes for somebody that already has gotten so much Twitter backlash, I would have stayed away from it. But she's a comedian, so it's almost like Elon Musk should have probably also been ready for this. I feel yeah. like nobody wins in this situation, honestly. But yeah. I do think that Elon Musk should have. Like, I don't feel this is as controversial as when the whole, when the whole, and I don't even like the guy, but when the whole Trump controversy happened with her, I didn't think she was coming back from that. So to, no. even when I heard that she was back on social media, I'm like, why would she even? She got fired from a bunch of stuff too. Like she was yes. like a host for one of the New Year's Eve shows. She's done it every year yeah. with, with Anderson Cooper. She got canned yep. from that and a lot of different <laughs> things. And yeah. yeah, so I was shocked to hear that she was back. Um, so I feel like there's two things to take away from here. A, why is she still practicing horrible social media management? And yeah. B, why doesn't he have a bigger backbone? If you're gonna purchase a social media platform, yeah. this is what comes with it. You know, and, 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 and you're making some decisions that are controversial. He yeah. should have been ready to take it all in, honestly. Yep. And uh, to kind of backtrack a little bit, I do stand corrected. You were right. Uh, so there is Twitter Blue right now. They have like a, a subscription thing right now. That's like $4. What they're going to do is they're going to revamp it or something. And that is what they're going to use the $8 a month to get the verified account. So you were right with that. Yeah, they yeah said it already launching some countries um, as a matter yeah. of fact. I'm a big Twitter, YouTube. I'm a big, like, 
nerd of this kind of stuff. So I've been following up with it pretty That's closely. Good. good to know that. Um, but yeah, the Twitter blue already exists. They're just going to raise the price. I thought yeah. when he originally, the one thing that I was mistaken about is that I thought people were going to have to go through a verification process like they too. do now. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, you're a, if you're a public figure, you get the check mark, but you still got to provide all these things and pay. But that's not the case. They really are going to give everybody a check mark if they want it. But when I heard him speak about how now people are going to have to attach a payment and an address and certain things that, you know, anybody can open a Twitter account now. So I, I personally, when I thought about it from that angle, I was like, that's not a bad point because there is a lot of really hateful accounts. There's a lot of spam yeah. accounts. There's a lot of bot accounts. So, you know, and now if you don't have that system, the one thing is that you're basically going to get shadow banned. So there's yeah. a lot of us because I was one of the people saying, I don't care if I get the shit mark. Like it makes no difference to me. But yeah. if Twitter is going to change and your replies are not going to show because all the verified people are going to show first. So He's basically going to force people into getting this check mark and paying this $8 a month if you want to continue using Twitter the way that it functions for you now. Yeah. I have a feeling that there's more to this that hasn't been announced yet in the sense of everyone's basically going to pay the $8 to get the check mark. And the idea of the check mark will change where it's not like right now we look at the blue check mark as like celebrities, like, 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 you know, big companies or whatever. I think that the the check mark will become something of you are a very a verified human, meaning you're not a bot, you're not a troll, you're not this that, you know. Right, and what I said that at some every, point there's gonna be like a color check mark system yes. where it's like if you have a pink check mark, then you're a YouTuber, and if you exactly have this, because so, I also think that it should yeah. be different per person. Like right now, I everybody. Agree. Listen, I've sat down and have dinners in New York City with people that got a check mark just because they knew someone on Twitter. So yeah. the current system is flawed as well, right? Exactly. And, and a lot of people validate an opinion or a tweet just because it comes from a verified account. And that's not the way that it should be. However, once you start making everybody verify, how do we differentiate these people? I do yes. think that there would eventually that's be some coming. kind of level to where people have to double verify if they want to get some kind of different verification yeah. as a celebrity or public figure. Yeah, Roman Reigns and I will not have the same blue check mark, being that we're both celebrities. It's not. It's not going to be a thing. There's going to be like a regular verification process to basically prove that you are a real person and your account is active and real. Um, and like you said, having a credit card and address attached to that. Say if you do, you know, write something hateful or you do something that can get you in trouble, maybe they'll find you. Because they have your credit card information. Maybe you'll be fined for, for breaking their guidelines, which will prevent yeah. the hate and different negativity and different things, you know, false Anybody experience online, online trolls or hate? Yeah. Oh my God. Um, they should probably uh, be a little happy and relief about this um, coming out because yeah. then the people that don't have it, even they can continue to throw, but the replies are going to get lost in the shuffle. They're not going to show up first on your feed. Like it's, it's going to be borderline refreshing for some people. But yeah. I, I, like I said, with, with these decisions that he's making that some people are finding controversial, I don't necessarily, I feel like everybody's looking at their platforms and going, oh, we can make more money if we do this. Instagram now is doing the super subscriptions as well. Twitter, yeah. not only have they been doing Twitter, Twitter Blue, but they have the Twitter super follows too that you can do to yeah. super follow an account and get special features. So I get it, you know, but he should have been prepared for the banter and the backlash that was going to yeah. come from making all of these changes right away too, because he just took over. 
he just yeah. took over and for this many things to be happening so fast he should have been a little more prepared for a yeah. comedian to say something silly about him you know <laughs> no I, and I think like I said there's gonna be more to come from this and it'll just be something where we'll be like, oh now now I get it you know like like I, def I definitely think celebrities are gonna get a different style check mark or something else to, to prove that you know the Kim Kardashian account is actually Kim Kardashian's account you know different things like that so I definitely think that there's more coming uh you know from that but besides I that I would think that the like 100 million followers will be enough to prove it but <laughs> <laughs> you would think um mm -hmm. but yeah Kathy Griffin uh you know just I guess being Kathy Griffin <laughs> Uh, so she'll never change. She'll never change. Um, so the next uh, topic I want to discuss, uh, Lindsay Lohan. Oh, Lindsay Lohan. Uh, she's acting again. First off, she did a, a Christmas movie for Netflix. Um, and she just released a cover to Jingle Bell Rock. And a lot of people are saying it's a full circle moment from Mean Girls because she they did that thing on Mean Girls. And I watched the video of it. There's there is a rapping part of the song um it's it's a it's a disaster <laughs> if, you, if you ask me it's a disaster i haven't seen the video yet oh, you have man. to send it to me because i know i read about this and uh now that you're telling me this i'm disappointed because i was kind of happy i was like oh because i love i love mean girls who doesn't yeah, yeah. right um but now that you're telling me this like okay do i want to watch it then? <laughs> like, there's a there's a rap part in the jingle ball rock song like there's just some things that you just you always to gotta drop them bars though you know no matter what <laughs> <laughs> i don't know it's a lindsey lohan is just I, I i don't know i don't know how i feel about her you know i respect the hustle because she's always trying to make a comeback but oh my know. god look at kenneth wayne using my emoji on the chat that means he's a channel member yay that's awesome. <laughs> Kudos <to Kenneth. laughs> um, yeah, so this whole Lindsay Lohan thing, um, like obviously great timing, Christmas around the corner, doing you know covers and new movies. Um, are you a fan of Lindsay Lohan as an actress, or are you more of a fan of Lindsay Lohan as a singer, like an artist? None. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I used to enjoy her acting when she was normal. <laughs> yeah. Back like, when she was normal, I loved her when she was doing this kind of movies like Mean Girls, you know, th those were the days. The parents uh, were out. Yeah, not even then. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I just, I don't know, there's just so much and so many opportunities that she got and she kind of kept screwing things up and then after that, you know, but if I had to pick one, I would say her acting. When she yeah. was on point, she was on point. And there is a couple of movies of hers that I that I watch. Like like I said, Mean Girls is one of my favorites. Mean and that will never change. Yeah. Um, but I just like the fact that she's still relevant after all the crap that she's been through. I mean, more props to her. And I hope that she's okay and healthy. Yeah. But yeah, if I had to pick one, it would be her acting. Although she did have a song called Rumors, and that song slapped. I don't yeah. care what anybody has Slap to say. Slapped for years. Song. Yes. <laughs> yes. And uh, she did have a show. I don't know what it's called. She had a show a few years ago 
on MTV. Oh, the one on the boat? Yeah, but it was like her employees. It was more of people yeah. that worked for her at this like venue that she was renting. Like you barely got to see her in this show. So fun fact, I had a, I had a friend that I grew up with here in New Jersey that was on that show. Um, and he was like a dramatic part of that show. Um, and I don't know. I watched it because obviously my friend was on it, but that show was a disaster. <laughs> like it was just, it, it literally was not, was. and I think it got canceled after like one or one season. Like I don't, I don't think they ever. Yeah. I don't remember it. getting a lot of episodes. I remember, I think I watched two and then I was like, there's no Lindsay Lohan here. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was like a. <laughs> She owned a bar and it was all a bunch of bartenders and they sent them to Greece or something like that. Like, I don't know what was happening. I mean, it was great setting, but there was no Lindsay Lohan. They used her name. Uh, it was exactly. a click and it was a, it was a bait and switch. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I, I'm just not, I've seen more negative uh, headlines with her than positive, like in general over time. And I just don't think that it's something that you can come back from at that point. Like, it's just, She's known, she also had that she's car known. movie. Herbie, was that what it was called? I love that movie. Too, Herbie Fully was... Loaded, yep. Yes, that was so yep. cute. Disney. Oh, and Freaky Friday. You can't forget Freaky oh, Friday. Oh, Freaky Friday. We Jamie Lee that's Curtis, probably my favorite one of hers. Scream that's... Queen, yeah. And we did talk about that a few weeks ago, how uh, yeah. he agreed and Jamie Lee Curtis agreed as well uh, to go in and do a, like a new version of it. I like, okay. Or not a new version, like, like a sequel. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 I know, I know. It's just they're both going to look so much older and it's going to make us feel so much older. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what we can uh, we can say from, you know, recent movies and different things, Jamie Lee Curtis, she, she'll never Iconic. die. Iconic. <laughs> no, she, she finally got rid of Michael. Spoilers alert. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Michael Meyer died before Lori. Come on. She's never yeah. going to die. <laughs> Absolutely. Um. So yeah, so the Lindsay Lohan stuff is just is she's I don't know. In my mind, she's just labeled as like a disaster. Like she could do yeah. anything at this point. And I'm just like, ah, whatever. It's Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I hope she's okay, and I'll go back and for nostalgia factor watch these old movies of hers that I love. But I'm not running out of my way to see anything new that she's making right now. No. And I see uh, Ricky in the chat. Ricky says, hello. Hi, Isa. Nice meeting you, Joey. Nice to meet you as well, Ricky. A um, couple of people in the chat today. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing that. I'm liking it. I'm, uh, it's uh, it's refreshing, you know, to see new faces in the chat. Um, <laughs> so there's a lot of different uh, movies and TV shows and different things, uh, even music as well. Um, yeah. Anything new that you're you're watching or you have watched recently? I know it's been a few All right, weeks. So, you're on the show. So. I know. I know. So <laughs> we always do this. I, I will say I have finally, a year late, watched The Batman. A lot of people were on my case about not seeing the new Batman, but it's very hard to keep my attention for three hours on something. Yeah. So I, that movie turned me off as soon as I saw the runtime. But I did watch it, and I pleasantly enjoyed it. I just think it, there was a lot of unnecessary dialogue that if you would have cut it and cut like a good 20, 30 minutes, it would have probably been really good Batman. It's still in the top five for me, which I didn't think it would be, but Rob yeah. Patterson did a good job as the Batman. I don't know if I bought him as emo Bruce so much, but as Batman, I really liked him. Um, I've been take. watching... Yeah, I watched Love is Blind on Netflix. Um, oh my God, what a shish. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. so love is blind i watch and 
what else did I? Oh, I watched a movie. Okay, sorry, I had to admit this out loud, but I watched a movie called Dead Stream on Shutter, which is like the the horror the horror streaming service. Yeah, it was the campiest, most comedy horror there was, and I loved it. Oh, and man. I gotta tell you, Joey, I love those. I love those. Yeah, well, the guy that plays the main guy for some reason, for a second, a few times in the movie, he reminded me of you. <laughs> oh. oh man! But not personality-wise, because it's yeah. a little bit, it's just a little bit jerky. But oh my god, the movie is about a live streamer that gets canceled, and oh to gosh. try to to try to make his comeback, he's gonna spend a night in a haunted you know in a haunted house yeah. and i'll leave it at that in case you do decide to watch it but i'm oh, telling man, you it's campy it's campy it's it's humor it's comedy horror yeah but it, it, as soon as you give me a live streamer that's been canceled i'm like okay i'm watching this yeah yeah no i that's a, that's hysterical I, that you just for me you just sold it everybody in the chat as well i think i think you just sold that we gotta watch it what's yeah what, what it i think it's called Shutter. It's it's a horror film um, stream service, and I do think they have like a seven day free trial with it. I yeah. personally, it's the best five ninety nine that I pay as a horror movie fan. There's so many, there's so many movies that you're not gonna find just everywhere there. You know, I yeah. when I was doing my Halloween movie rewatch for my ranking video that I made, um, it was the only place where I could find the original Halloween. So that's how I ended up signing up for it. And I gotta tell you, every time I got time off, I get on there and I find a silly movie to watch. <laughs> and I'm having so much fun with that service. I'll send it to you. Um, yeah, send it to you. I want, I want to see that. Fun, something funny just literally just happened as we're talking. So you know how sometimes uh -oh. do, do you have do you have a Mac? Is that is that the computer? Yes. Okay. Yes. So you know how sometimes um, you get the little notification in, in the corner, like you get an email yes. or something. I literally just got a thing from Netflix saying, Com coming November 10th, uh, Netflix.com, Falling for Christmas. Watch the trailer. That's Lindsay Lohan's new <laughs> Christmas no! movie. <laughs> they're watching. They're watching, they're wa Joey. They're watching. Literally, <laughs> as, you're, as you're speaking, it like popped in the corner. I'm like, that's what I read on the article. Like, weird. <laughs> weird. Oh, also, man. I just want to say in the chat to Kenneth, who is a Know Your News new channel member, um, all my thoughts and prayers to you is I just read that he's preparing for Hurricane Nicole. And oh, wow. you guys, like, literally, Florida just got hit, still not fully recovered from the last one. So sending lots of positive vibe your way, Kenneth. Absolutely. And to everybody in Florida as well. I was just there a few days ago, and I just saw earlier today there's news of a hurricane, all this stuff. And I'm like, how many times can this state – like I was actually in Tampa last week for a wedding mm -hmm. and I wanted to go down to Clearwater and, and towards the beach areas just to, to kind of like see like what the people are experiencing there. And uh, I had like a storm there where I wasn't even able to go. So. Yeah. Uh, it's been a weird season. It's been a yeah. weird season. And this one, this Hurricane Nicole, it formed funny. Like it just yeah. came out of nowhere and, of nowhere. and it formed like yeah. in the middle of like, like usually they form like way back. This one, I started following this guy on YouTube. I think his name is like Mr. Weatherman or something. Listen, I follow a lot of weird stuff. Clever name. <laughs> um, but um, I started following him when the whole hurricane happened here in Puerto Rico because I found his updates to be the most helpful. Yeah. And he's been talking about this system and he's been talking about how it's going to form into a hurricane for like a week. And I'm like, bro, it's not happening. And then next thing you know it, it's been crazy climate change is real and we need to this be year cautious it. about it yeah and even yeah. Kenneth, Kenneth just said in, in the chat late season absolutely i yeah. i know through the through the summer almost into september i remember seeing on 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 the news i'm like 
you're talking about hurricane season. I'm like, this is like the first year there was no like named hurricane at all. And then we had, you know, the one that, that yeah, and then it house. happened. I never trusted. Wow. That's funny because I always say I don't trust them. I feel like clear to September just because Puerto Rico is known to be hit in September a lot. Yeah. But to see hurricanes, in, which it is still hurricane season, but you just yeah. never see November hurricanes. The yeah. other day I'm doing the I'm doing one of my wrestling podcasts with my buddies on Wrestling Inc. And I'm in Puerto Rico and I had the coldest temperature out of the three of us. One of them is in Canada. Keep in really? mind. I think it was Canada, Pittsburgh and me. And my temperature was actually colder than the two of them. And I was like, I'm telling you, climate change is a real thing. People are just in denial about it. So I'm in I'm in New Jersey, basically New York here. And yeah. I was I actually had yesterday come up on my you know how on Facebook you get those memories come up oh a year ago, two years ago, whatever. So last year, today's November 8th. Last year I was in a I was in like a snow jacket, like it was cold out. Yesterday yeah. was 78 degrees here. Well today keep it that way. Is keep it that way, please. No, 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 Joey. Let's not, let's not, because I'm coming back. I'm coming back next week. And I know that I'm, I've been going back and forth, but the one thing that you get used to really quick yeah. is the nice warm weather. So yes. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back to New York. I'm going to see all my friends. You know, I'm going to stay for like a week and a half. And then I'm like, oh no, the weather. I'm like, everything that I own here in Puerto Rico is like short sleeve shorts. Yeah. Thankfully, I still have my place over there with like my cold weather clothes are there. But I'm like, even going from the airport to my apartment is going to be a nightmare for me. Like, it's going to be like a shell shock stepping out of 30 degree weather when it's 86 here. Yeah, like, you know, <laughs> it's a shock. I just hope sure. it doesn't snow. Like, please save the snow for after I leave please. No, I think like, even like what Kenneth said in the chat, like late season for everything, really. Like we're, mm -hmm. I think we're going to have snow here in May. Like this is like, that's good. Every, that's everything good. is being pushed back where I'm okay with having like a warm winter. Like I am completely okay with oh, that. I love having a warm winter. I remember one year, um, I celebrated New Year's Eve over there and we were having like a rainstorm. <laughs> I was like, wow. I thought it's, I thought it's like a snow thing. You know, it was, it was recently too. It was in New York and it was yeah. raining, not snowing. And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> um, the news people, it's, it's they're, weird. Predicting, they're predicting a, a, a horrible winter. So, yeah, I heard a couple of things about it. Um, uh, I'll stay happily here in warm Puerto Rico. <laughs> yeah. I'm, when I, people ask me, do you miss New York? I'm like, I miss New York every day. But the weather this time of year? No. I'm very happy where until, I'm at. I miss it until like October. <laughs> that I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this is this is the few months that I'm okay not being there. But once when the weather starts getting nice in Puerto Rico, I do have to, in New York, I do have to say that that's when it hit me. Like when you start because Puerto Rico, we don't have the four seasons. Yeah. That is like one of the biggest culture shocks when people ask me, what was the biggest thing when you first moved to the States? It was actually seeing the seasons because they teach us here about them, yeah. but nothing changes here is summer all year long. So to yeah. when I first moved to the States and see the, the leaves fall, the snow, and then when you look at the flowers start to grow again, like it's beautiful. We don't get to see that. So, but yeah. we also get 80 degree weather all year long. Anyways, back to reel it back in, another show that I have been really enjoying is The Challenge on MTV. I share with you that I'm a big challenge nerd. Yes. I've been watching every episode Survivor as well, and I'm having a blast watching these episodes. The Challenge is doing a season now where it's like a ride or die season. So right. instead of doing the rivals and all the people that hate each other and pairing them together, they're actually paired up with like their favorite person in the world. And wow. I actually feel like that puts a little extra drama 
and it's a little extra in the way they perform because you're performing for somebody that's going to hype you up and you trust them. So it, it's been fun watching those as well. I'm, uh, I'm still watching The Voice. I know it's like my guilty pleasure. But they're doing something different this season. They're actually uh, – they're, they're called – they have a section called the knockouts where basically you get knocked out, you get voted off, and like they push you to the, the next event. And they're doing a three-way knockout. So basically, like Blake Shelton, for example, he puts he puts up on the block three of his uh, you know his his teammates, and they have to compete against each other, and he keep, and he gets to keep one, and then the other ones get to steal or whatever. So this is the first time they're doing a three way. Usually it's head to head. Now it's a, a triple threat match, sort of say. Does everything go? Is there no DQ? Everything goes. <laughs> Chairs and all. So they, can, so they can bring in a backup singer and just murder everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> no, so that's been good. And I started watching, I don't know if you're familiar with The Watcher. This show is incredible. No, okay. It's the show about the, the New Jersey home, right? With yes. the letters. And okay, so yeah. I know the real story. I know the I do real too. story. I've, yeah. So I, I, I've been thinking about watching it just because I know the real story, but I also saw a review on YouTube and the girl was telling me that they changed a lot about the real story. Yes. So. I'm I'm a little iffy about watching it now because I thought we were going to get more of, of what really went down. Yeah. I have a, a family friend who actually knew somebody from the, from like the real person that they portrayed on the show. And he was like, he was telling my family, like, like it's not like how they portrayed it. Like it, they were, there was definitely differences to the story, but uh, I, crazy, I typically, so, so do you like it so far, even though they changed so much? I like it just because, like, it's a show. You know, if you take the idea yeah, out yeah. that it's based on true events, like, it's still a show, you know? like there's Well, that's the that thing. Is- a lot of people have been telling me that they had no clue that it was from a real thing. They are loving yeah. it, right? But if you're, like, 100% familiar with the story, and yeah. I always avoid reviews for things I haven't watched. That's just, like, my thing. I don't like – I like to go in with my own mentality. Yeah. But this one, um, I had YouTube playing, and you know how it keeps playing your next recommended, your next, yep. and I was cleaning the house, and next thing I know, I'm listening to a review of The Watcher, and I'm like, wait! <laughs> it's kind of like what we talked about. And then I couldn't, I couldn't turn it off when she started talking. I was like, okay, okay, I'll keep listening. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe, maybe I'll check it out, try to have an open mind about it. But I love this story, so I just have issues with them changing it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely a little different, but it's still enjoyable. It's, it's, I mean, we, like I said, we talked about this stuff with the Jeffrey Dahmer show where it right. was it's completely off and out of order and different characters and whatnot. Oh yeah. There was a lot different in the Dahmer and it didn't take away what I thought of the yeah. show, but I did tell you that I didn't like it as much because I knew a lot. I have a hard yeah. time disconnecting what I know from the real story, but I'll yeah. try it with the watcher. I'll keep you posted. <laughs> See, the Jeffrey Dahmer show, I went in without knowing the real story. The watcher, right. I went in knowing the real story. So it's reversed. But you can see how we can change your yes. viewing experience a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yes. I definitely like it going into it not knowing the real story better. Yeah. 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 It's almost like when you watch a movie based on a book. Yes. And you read the book. Yeah. Because a lot of times, like, they change so much. Like, I was just talking about Rob Patterson, but, my God, Twilight the movie and Twilight the book is, like, two complete different things. They did See, better never, with the I rest of the, the movie. I only saw the movies. I so. did. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I went through the whole stage. I read those books in, like, a week. And those books were, like, this big. The, like I remember them being huge. It was bad. Oh, man. Yeah. See, Harry Potter. Yeah. Harry Potter, I read, saw the movies. 
Did a whole no, hour. I think I never read Harry Potter or watched any of the movies. Uh, Hunger Games. That's another one that I really got another into. One. And then, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's so the many movies different. didn't do the movies. The movies were good, but the problem is that the books are a lot gorier. And I get yeah. it; they were going for a certain rating, so they had to not make it as you know. But I felt more emotions reading the book. I always give Hunger Games like props for getting real emotions. Like when she finds out in the book that she's going back to the games, I yeah. like I was pissed. I closed the book and I was so <laughs> upset. Or in the movie, you just feel like, okay, you're going back to the games, and it didn't convey the same emotion. And I, and it's not Jennifer Lawrence. I love her as an actress. It was just yeah. the way that the script was written. Where in the book, it's been a long time since a book got that many emotions out of me that I swear to you, I closed it. I had to stay away from it for like a day because I was like, how can they do this to her? Like, so um, yeah, I feel like when you go into a into a show and you know the story, it feels very close to when you read the book and you have these expectations of what the movie is gonna be like. Yeah. And before we wrap up here, I just wanted to throw in there too. I did get a chance to see the new uh, Selena Gomez documentary on Apple TV. Oh yeah, fantastic stuff. Um, really like, re it touches on mental health and different things like that. But yeah, like man, she's got a cr crazy story. If you haven't watched it, uh, Issa yourself and also everybody in the chat, like, go watch that. I mean, it isn't. It was crazy, just to see what she went through, but also like taking her out of it and looking at in general, what celebrities go through with their mental health. I mean, just yeah, insane stuff. And, and we're seeing it now, like with, with recently the passing of Aaron Carter, a child star, like a lot of these people, they, they go through it. Like it's nothing compared to like you or I, like we, you know, we have our, obviously we have our, our mental health struggles, but these people have been dealing with I, it since they're like six years old. I feel like old. people, I feel like people just, think that oh they have all the money so they can get all the help and it's just like that's that's not how it works there's certain things that money can buy you yeah. know and, and 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 i wish people like that that you just brought up the aaron carter thing i i, I found that out and i was it was one of the saddest things i've heard because you know he's been yeah. struggling for a long time and man like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna watch it can i ask you one question do you like her friends or not like her friends because some of the videos that i sing about it is just people being very critical of some of her support system too. and the friends that she has by her side so yeah. that's the one the one the one the few things that popped up on my feed that i watched it was just people saying she needs a better support system see i saw all those comments before i watched mm -hmm. it so i went into it already thinking like looking for it yeah it goes both ways because there's some moments in the show where you see her friends. I don't know the girl's name. She's a blonde girl. You'll see it in the, in the, in the show. Rachel or Raquel or something, something like that. Something like that. She's featured a lot. That's the one I think that they're talking about. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> there's some moments where she seems like a really good friend. And then there's some moments where essentially she looks at her as a regular person. And like, right. and I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. Like, She's sometimes at her I think it's a good thing. Sometimes exactly. I think it's Making a good thing, but sometimes aspect. you also have to recognize that they don't live life the same way that we live life. That's the key. But I do think, I don't know if you, and it has anybody close on your close fr friends or family, but if you know somebody that's like a big deal or a celebrity or whatever, I do think that they like when they come to somebody that don't treat them like, oh my God, if you, you know, like, because that's what they get all the time, but you should never not give them the respect and the and the recognition yeah. that they deserve for their accomplishment there has to be a happy medium yeah. but i do think that in the support system they they should find that person that just sees them as a regular person because that has to be a nice escape for them 
Yeah. The whole documentary is basically about like her trying to be just Selena, like take, take the celebrity right. away, take the Justin Bieber stuff away, take all the, the headlines and things she's been attached to and just let her be her. And then I think the situation with the friend, like it's the reverse of that, where she's looking at her as a regular person, but mentally they're on a different level because she's been in the spotlight right. since she's six years old. She's been dealing with all this stuff. So you can't just go into it as like how you and I would, you know what I mean? It's, it's a right. different, it's a different I'm level. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to yeah, check it out. Really I'm very good. curious about it. It, I think it's Oh, like, I watch, um, I'm sorry. I watched this. I think it was a movie or a documentary on Hulu. It was called God forbid. And it was about the, uh, Oh my God, I forgot their names. The, those, the, the, Christian family that ran Liberty College, um, and they I've had that whole the mess with the with the pool boy. I gotta tell you something. Yeah. I never heard of this scandal before. It just showed no. up on top of my Hulu. Says you'll enjoy this because I watch a lot of documentaries. Yeah, I loved it. I I gotta watch. It. So if you I have if you have too. Hulu, if yep. you have Hulu, I suggest it to people one thousand. I think it's called God Forbid or Money God. It's something forbid. You know. Yeah. And I, I didn't know I had to Google Jerry Falwell. Thank Jerry you so Falwell. much, Kenneth. Yep. I had to Google these people as I'm watching because I'm like, I never heard of it. But the documentary was so well put together that even if you don't know all these people, are you going to sit down and you're going to watch it? So I appreciated yeah. that. Yeah, there's a few there's a few ones I want to see. Now I want to see that one. That's on my, that's going to be on my list. Yeah. I haven't had a chance to watch the Barney documentary that everybody keeps talking about. Um, oh, I, I think that's on Peacock. I love how we, we never watch the same thing, so at least yeah. we live here with a nice to-watch list. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's basically about like how Barney was evil or, like the, the, I don't know, something crazy. Still yeah. is. And then there's a new one with about Casey Anthony coming out, like 11 years later. She's oh, my talking. God, she's going to talk. I, saw, I, was, I responded to a tweet today where my French hair was like, why are they giving her a platform? And I'm like, I don't know if you experienced true crime today, but they don't care about what's right or wrong. They care about views, monies, and being the top view documentary. And unfortunately, this woman breaking her silence after this many years, people yeah. will watch no matter what. I... I hate the thought of it, but people will watch it. If I tell you, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch yeah, it. I can't stand it. her. I hated that whole trial, yep. but I'm going to watch it. So we have a week. Everybody in the chat, we have a week. So if you we have a week, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have a week to, to catch up, watch some of these documentaries, at least one. And uh, yeah. we'll, we'll come back and we'll circle back next week on Tuesday. Again, everybody in the chat, thank you. This has been one of the most engaging chats we've had in a long time. Uh, yeah, shout out to everybody. Kenneth yeah. talking about Barney and Liberty yeah. University. Sophie, we had uh, we had a couple of people here. We appreciate you guys so much. Ricky, Cost TV, Killer Demons, everybody that interacted. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And uh, next week we'll be uh, we'll talk about some of these some of these documentaries and different things like that. But for everybody in the chat um, and listening right now, uh, thanks again. And every Tuesday, you can find us here live at 3, 3 p.m. If you have a, uh, trouble remembering, you can just say uh, 3 p.m. Taco Tuesday with your favorite wrestling podcasters to talk about pop culture news. <laughs> and uh, Our nice escape from wrestling, even though we always talk something wrestling. <laughs> yeah, we need like, I'm going to tell Jimmy, but we need like a, like a count on the side, like, like a ting every time we mention something about wrestling and see how many times we've mentioned wrestling throughout each show. Yep. But uh, it's, listen, wrestling is pop culture, so I guess we can, you know, it's about reading to fine print. You know, you know, just yeah. you can mention it. Logan Paul, wrestling, all that stuff, all the good stuff. Um, <laughs> but again, thank you for everybody tuning in. Uh, 
Isa, where can everybody go and follow you and follow all the great stuff that you do? NYC Dimendiva, especially here on YouTube. We're trying to hit 20,000 subscribers over on my channel and we're this close. It would be so nice if we could hit it before the end of the year. So you guys can subscribe to my channel over there to watch alongs for pretty much every major wrestling show. Absolutely. And let's help Isa get to that prestigious number. Uh, for myself, obviously, Joey Carney here. You see the, the, the handle there, at Joey Carney. I have another account as well. I am a wrestling podcaster as well, along with uh, Isa. You can follow the Angle Radio or at the Angle Radio. And uh, I, on Twitter, or on Twitter, on YouTube, I'm just about to hit 13,000. So uh, I'm pretty excited about that. So doing big things in the wrestling world, Isa. And uh, I'm excited to see what's going to be next. And for everyone tuning in and listening, thank you again. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Click the subscribe button and find out what it means to me. Nah, that doesn't have a ring to it. But if you like videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, subscribe now.